know what we need? We need a radio show on the air, like maybe on Saturday nights, that talks about this kind of thing. Hi, Dr. Hoffman here. I want to let my listeners know about a brilliant Renaissance man named Dr. Arthur Perry. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. He's a distinguished, award-winning cosmetic surgeon trained at Harvard and Cornell with a practice in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur, and I want to get applaud you, having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. He's written numerous medical journal articles, and he's contributed to textbooks on plastic surgery. Your remarkable knowledge, but also your grace at delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. It's clear that when it comes to skin and aging, this doctor knows what he's talking about. Joan, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That means you're smart. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. And welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. And uh, what a beautiful weekend it is for you in New York and me. I'm, I'm over there on the other coast this weekend, just uh, looking at the Pacific Ocean, but broadcasting live to New York. So uh, you can give me a call here at WABC at 800-848-9222, 800-848-WABC. And I come out here every now and then. Actually, my skincare company uh, has a lot of uh, a business on the West Coast. And my my partner is out here, so uh, that's what I'm doing here, and I hope you're enjoying a great weekend in New York. Well, we're going to talk about a lot of things today because it was a very busy week in plastic surgery. I don't know if you know that, but it really was. And uh, there's news from Britain about Brazilian butt lifts. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about um, dentists doing Botox and fillers. Is that a good thing? I'm not so sure. Let's, uh, let's talk about that during the show. Uh, we've got a great guest from the Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital. And I've got your phone calls. And do call early. Everybody calls late. You know, this is a one-hour show, so people tend to uh, listen. Thank you. And then call somewhere around uh, 30 or 40 or 50 minutes after the hour. And we can only get a few phone calls in then. So give me a call. And if you do call, we are once again giving away bottles of Nighttime. Nighttime is a one-stop shopping for skincare. You've heard me talk about Nighttime for a long time now. And, uh, and before Nighttime, it was Night Skin. I had a patient come in this week, and we were talking all about the evolution of Nighttime. I don't believe the company makes Night Skin anymore, but I sure make Nighttime. And Nighttime has vitamin C and vitamin A and fruit acids, antioxidants, skin brighteners, all the things you need in a very light serum. You put it on at night before you go to sleep. And a lot of people do ask me, they say, you know, I've had staining of my pillow from the nighttime. Why is that? That is because you have to let it dry on your skin. I've got real things in my products, real things. And vitamin C, uh, it's kind of like the invisible ink. When, it is, uh, when it's wet and fresh, it's almost invisible. And then when it dries and oxidizes, it becomes kind of a, a first a yellow and then a brown color. And so if you put it on right before you go to sleep at night, like so many of you do, but please don't, give it some time, let it dry, because if you put it on right before you go to sleep, 
it'll look nice and you and you go to sleep you watch uh, jimmy fallon at night and then in the morning you wake up and there's a uh, some brown on your pillow because uh, it was a little bit wet and it got on your pillow and vitamin c is kind of hard to get out so just let it dry it's a very simple solution to this give it you know, 20 minutes. Uh, I mean, it's really dry in a few minutes, but just to be on the safe side, give it a little bit longer. So nighttime is real. It does work. I've got the scientific studies to prove it. It decreases the the appearance of wrinkles. It decreases rough skin. It decreases the splotchy pigmentation of the skin, makes you look better. And almost everybody that uses it looks better. I mean, how could someone not look better? Well, you know, anyone can have an allergic reaction to anything. And I suppose if uh, you're allergic to one of the components of my products, which is less likely than most, uh, but it is still possible, uh, then, you know, you might not be someone that can use it, but most of you can. So uh, give me a call, 800-848-9222, 800-848-WABC. All right, so we've talked in the past about Brazilian butt lifts. And what are they? You know, it's kind of a, a misnamed procedure. Uh, it's not really a butt lift. It's a buttocks injection. And I, I always think it's so funny because uh, the first, oh, I'd say 20-something uh, years, 25 years of my career, people came in all the time, frequently, not the same people, but they came in and they said, my buttocks are too big. And uh, could you please make them smaller? And sometimes we can with liposuction. Uh, but if you've got a lot of dimpling, a lot of cellulite, and, and certainly if there's drooping skin, then no, we can't really do suction on your buttocks. But I often will suction around the buttocks, the lateral thighs. Those are the, the outside thighs. And the inside thighs, the, those are called the medial thighs. We suction around, and sometimes we go circumferentially around your thighs. And just by doing that, we can make your buttocks look a little bit smaller because a lot of people think that their thighs and hips are part of their buttocks, but but they're not. So we're not suctioning the buttock per se, but we're suctioning around it. But in the last few years, starting in Los Angeles and in Miami and in South America, Brazil, people have decided maybe a larger buttock is a good thing. And, uh, you know, it's one of the anomalies of life. You know, I can't understand some of these things. And I'm not a social scientist, so I'm not sure why people want enormous buttocks. But, you know, if they're safe, if it's a safe procedure, well, you know, okay. It turns out that the Brazilian butt lift is not a safe procedure. That's where we actually inject large amounts of fat. So we'll suction from your belly, for instance, or maybe your outer thighs. And we'll put it in your buttocks. And it sounds great, right? It's an outpatient procedure, only takes an hour, hour and a half. And, uh, you know, there you go. You've got a larger buttocks. And it's your own tissue. It's not an implant. Sounds great. Except for the fact that people are literally dying from the procedure. Literally dying. And I see all the time, I see plastic surgeons doing these procedures. And uh, they're tempting fate. It really is. There was a, uh, a warning by the uh, American Society of Plastic Surgeons and the American Society for Aesthetic Plastic Surgery uh, just a couple months ago. And, and it was a nebulously worded warning, but it said there's almost a 1 in 3,000 death rate amongst board-certified plastic surgeons doing the Brazilian butt lift. And they talked about 
how the deaths occur. And I'll explain it to you. It's, a, it's kind of a technical thing. But there are some really big veins in the buttocks. And you think of the buttocks as sort of, uh, you know, not a, uh, a vibrant area of the body like the face or the brain or, or the heart getting lots of blood. So why are these large blood vessels there? Well, they're basically there because a lot of blood has to flow through the buttocks in order to prevent pressure sores. And, uh, and that's also why people are fidgety. You get a little discomfort in your buttocks, so you shift position. You turn over at night in your sleep, so you don't put too much uh, uh, pressure on, your, on any one area of your buttocks and your thighs. So, you know, we're built to, uh, to withstand these things, but we're built to withstand the pressure because we've got a lot of blood flowing through our buttocks. Some of those veins are as big as drinking straws. And I'm always amazed when I operate on the buttocks to see how large the veins are. I mean, they're huge. So when people inject fat into the buttocks, it's actually very difficult not to inject fat into these veins. No matter what we do as plastic surgeons, there is risk. So we've been warned, well, don't go into the muscle. Well, it's not so easy. A study was done uh, just a few uh, months ago, and it showed that even when plastic surgeons tried not to enter the muscle, they usually did. And uh, it was emphasized, well, that's where the problems occur. So why am I mentioning it this week? Well, this is not, not just a United States problem. It's a worldwide problem. And many of the deaths that have occurred have been in the Caribbean and in South America, people that go there for uh, what we call medical tourism, uh, but also now in Britain. So in uh, the uh, UK, in Britain, the, uh, the Plastic Surgery Society has now looked at the data looked at the procedure, and they've gone a step further than the United States plastic surgeons. They've actually said, stop doing the procedure to their members. They said it is too dangerous to do Brazilian butt lifts. And that's very interesting. I, I've, I've always said, you know, why didn't our National Society just come out and say, stop doing it? They did not do that, and I do disagree with them. They should have done that, uh, but they haven't. And uh, they've just said, well, be very careful when you do Brazilian butt lifts, and these are the things you need to, uh, to look out for. And it turns out the deaths are continuing. So my advice to you, if you're uh, considering having this procedure, listen to the learned opinions of British plastic surgeons in this case. The, America, uh, the British Society of Plastic Surgeons, they have come out and said, stop doing this to their members. Stop doing Brazilian butt lifts. In fact, they're quoting a number maybe as high as 1 in 2,000 chance of dying. Now, that's amazing if you think about this, because when you're talking about 1 in 2,000 risk of dying from a, a cosmetic procedure, boy, I'll tell you, I wouldn't want that. I, I really wouldn't. I mean, that's the risk of heart surgery, which you don't have a choice. You have to uh, undergo these risks if, um, you know, the choice is having a heart attack or having bypass surgery or something like that. But let's face it, we're talking about making your buttocks bigger. And, you know, I went on the Oz show a couple of years ago, and we talked about these things, and I did some research, and it, it turns out that you can actually get about an 8% increase in the size of your buttocks just by doing exercises like squat thrusts. Remember those from gym class? Squat thrusts, you know, these uh, really intense uh, exercises that stimulate your gluteus maximus. You do that for about six weeks, you can significantly increase the size with zero risk, and it's good for your health. So once again, I hope you're listening, and I hope uh, you're not having these procedures. Uh, my goal in life, and my goal as a plastic surgeon, is to make people happy doing procedures to improve your appearance, improve your overall health, because uh, your appearance is linked to your health, both in terms of physical and mental, uh, mental status. 
but we don't want to hurt people. And so rule number one of medicine, going back a thousand years, is first do no harm. So uh, listen carefully. I would not have my buttocks augmented. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. The phone number 800-848-9222, 800-848-WABC. Give us a call, and uh, that bottle of nighttime will be yours. And by the way, you can go to the website. It's drperrys.com, and you can look at all the different products. We've got four products now, and I have been promising you, and that's one of the reasons I'm in Los Angeles right now, I've been promising more products. They're coming. Not quite yet. Uh, but you're going to be very pleased if you have used my products in the past. You know that these are substantial products. They are not, uh, you know, they're not just a lot of words, and they're not fraudulent. So we'll be back in just a minute, 800-848-9222. I'll be back. Bye-bye. Listen carefully if you're interested in beautiful skin. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Good skin care really can improve your appearance. I know you've used many products over the years and haven't seen a difference. So you say, why should I try your products, Dr. Perry? Here's why. I combine scientifically proven ingredients into just a few products, and that keeps skincare very simple. A study showed my products reduced the appearance of wrinkles over 20% by 12 weeks. Protect your skin in the morning with daytime, nourish your skin in the evening with nighttime, and wash your face and even remove most makeup with my non-toxic clean time soap. WABC listeners, for one month only, I'm offering my basic skincare kit at half price. You'll get all three products for $55 plus shipping. Go to drperrys.com, that's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or give us a call at 844-DR-PERRY. Use the WABC50 code for the discount. To learn more, listen every Saturday evening, 6 p.m., right here on WABC. What do you hear? Most people just hear an engine. We hear a 6.2-liter Hemi V8 with a supercharger that accelerates so fast, it'll suck the air out of your lungs and knock you back in your seat like you're an astronaut in a rocket ship hurtling through the stratosphere. But then again, we're not most people. We're the Brotherhood of Muscle. Dodge. Domestic. Not domesticated. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. 77 WABC. Itchy, dry, rough skin. Sound familiar? Then try Moisture Rich Utterly Smooth Hand Cream. For a limited time at participating Rite Aid stores, you can get two two ounce tubes of Utterly Smooth for just $3. Utterly Smooth works to restore skin quickly for younger looking hands with no greasy afterfeel. Choose from three fresh new scents. Just look for the black and white cow package. Utterly Smooth. For skin that's supple, soft, and smooth. I've cut way back on salt. And I eat lots of salmon and broccoli. I exercise to lower my blood pressure. (laughs) Because you're so stressed. Because I try to do everything I can to be around. For me and for you. When we take care of our own hearts, we're also taking care of the people closest to us. So it's comforting to know that RWJ Barnabas Health has New Jersey's most comprehensive cardiac care program. With access to top specialists, minimally invasive heart surgery options, and rehabilitation and wellness programs that strengthen and protect hearts. We're also home to the state's most experienced valve replacement team, and we're one of the nation's top five heart transplant centers. So get your heart checked. It's as easy as visiting rwjbh.org heart for an appointment. I plan on being around for us a long, long time. Me too. Your heart doesn't beat just for you. RWJ Barnabas Health. 
Let's be healthy together. 77 WABC. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And we are back. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. And uh, this is the uh, the home of uh, cosmetic surgery and dermatology and all sorts of interesting things we talk about on this show. We're going to be uh, talking about kidney transplants in just a minute. But uh, before we do that, I wanted to, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this in the second half of the show, but I wanted to just mention Plexiderm very quickly. Plexiderm is uh, that product that I've been talking about on this show that instantly, instantly, ah, well, not instantly, it takes a few minutes, instantly makes your wrinkles look better. And it goes hand in hand with good skin care because, look, it takes a while for skin care to work, and it certainly uh, takes a while for non-invasive procedures to make you look beautiful and surgical procedures. But but uh, a lot of you might have a TV appearance tonight on uh, CNN or Fox. A lot of you, right? Or a lot of you are going out on a date or uh, or have some very important thing to do, and you don't have time to go to the plastic surgeon and get an injection or something like that. So Plexiderm is your answer. I love this product. I told you in the past, uh, you know, I was very doubtful about it, but uh, as it turns out, Plexiderm really does work. It makes your wrinkles look better immediately, uh, but it's a makeup. Let's face it, it's not skin care. As soon as you wash it off, your wrinkles are back. Well, John Greenhut, the uh, president of the Plexiderm company, has given us an 800 number for my patients, 800 925 You'll get 50% off the normal retail price, 800 800- Nine two five nine nine six three four Plexiderm. All right, on the line is Dr. Ronald Pelletier. I hope I pronounced your name right, Dr. Pelletier. Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, you did a very good job. That's how I pronounce it. <laughs> All right. Well, Dr. Pelletier is the surgical director of the kidney and pancreas transplantation program at the Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital and Rutgers Robert Wood Johnson Medical School in New Brunswick, New Jersey. And uh, I am so happy. You know, I've, I've read your background, and you come to us from Ohio State, where my wife got her Ph.D. at Ohio State. So all I hear about is uh, Ohio State, Ohio State. But we're happy to have you here at Rutgers, and uh, everybody knows it's so much of a better institution. Oh, we won't say that. But <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for taking time on your, on your Saturday evening, Dr. Pelletier. Uh, sure, my pleasure. Um, I would add that it's in the uh, third quarter of the Ohio State game right now. So, uh, Well, I'm not watching. Been... I'm on the radio, so I'll let you get back to the game in just a few minutes. But All right, so we're going to talk about kidney transplantation, and it is a very, very interesting subject because I know there's a lot of new things in kidney transplantation, and we're so happy to have uh, obtained you from Ohio State at Rutgers, and I want to hear all about it. So let's start right out. Who's a candidate? Who needs a kidney tra- kidney transplant? Um, anyone who has uh, renal failure, so end-stage kidney disease, as we like to describe it, uh, such that uh, they're imminently in need of uh, renal replacement therapy, either dialysis to take the place of their failed kidney or um, in my area of the world, kidney transplantation uh, to get a new organ to assume the function of their non-functioning kidneys. So now, I, I know that one of the issues is that there are simply not enough kidneys 
to go around. And the better our cars get, the less kidneys there are. You know, those airbags really spoiled things, right? <laughs> it, 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 it's true that, the, you know, cars are safer now, and many of the uh, kidney transplant patients were from auto accidents and things like that. But So, so a lot of people are, wind up on the kidney transplant waiting list. What does that mean? Uh, well, that means that um, you've been seen and evaluated by a transplant team, such as the one that we have at Robert Wood Johnson, that you've been deemed healthy enough and uh, fit enough, if you will, to uh, get a kidney transplant. Uh, but because of the shortage of kidneys, um, we can't just give you one the day we decide that you're uh, fit enough to get one, uh, so that we have to put you on a list. Uh, and so you get in line, if you will, uh, with uh, 95,000 other of your friends around the country and, and you wait for a kidney to become available. Um, and you know, the United Network of Organ Sharing, which is your national uh, organization to disperse organs around the country, uh, determines uh, when, if and when, uh, an organ becomes available, that that organ should be directed towards you. So, so you get on that list, and it's a national organization. And and I know that uh, there's no preferential treatment if you happen to be a senator or a king or whatever. It's everybody is on that list as equals, which is how it should be. But uh, you know, how does someone match for a perfect kidney? How do you do that? Um, well, the um, if it's a perfect match, which in the setting of a non-related deceased donor kidney uh, is a rare event, uh, but it does happen, uh, then uh, your, uh, your tissue characteristics have been perfectly described by your transplant center. Uh, the donor, uh, the deceased donor who's going to donate those organs also has been um, characterized in the same fashion. And so at the level of UNOS, they compare those characterizations. And if they say, gosh, you know, there doesn't seem to be any difference in the donor or the recipient, then that's considered a perfect match. All right, my guest this evening is Dr. Ronald Pelletier, who is the Surgical Director of the Kidney and Tra Pancreas Transplantation Program at Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital. He comes from Columbus, Ohio, uh, which had one of the largest uh, kidney and pancreas transplant programs in the United States, so we're so happy to have you here. And by the way, New Jersey's so much nicer than Ohio, but uh, <laughs> oh, oh, that, what can I say? Yep. Again, my um, wife's from well, Ohio, so. <laughs> I'm originally from Connecticut, and I love the rolling hills of New Jersey, something I I didn't get to enjoy in Ohio, so I'm glad to be here. Well, you're back home. All right, so let's talk about uh, that, that perfect kidney. And what happens now? What are antibodies? Tell our audience what antibodies are and, and what happens if the kidney's not a perfect match? How does it reject? Right. Uh, so there's, uh, if you will, you have sort of two basic um, uh, armed forces of your immunologic military. Um, one would be equivalent to the Army, and that's your uh, immune cells, and they all by themselves can attack and destroy foreign tissue, of which uh, a transplant would be considered that. Uh, in addition to that, you have another arm of your military, if you will, uh, and that is antibodies. And what happens uh, is the immune system starts to recognize certain 
proteins, certain molecules that are on the surface of the foreign material, in this case a kidney, uh, and through a process of uh, immunologic uh, or immune recognition, uh, the, your own body can develop and, and elaborate these molecules into the bloodstream called antibodies. And their purpose is to stick to these molecules that are being displayed by the organ, uh, and they can uh, cause destruction of that organ. Uh, sometimes they call in additional immune cells to help, help them with their job. Uh, but they can be extremely de um, detrimental to long-term survival of the organ. And, but yet you uh, have many drugs that you can give patients to help uh, stop that rejection, correct? Yeah, we sure do. Um, the interesting thing about antibodies, the, t the two arms of your immune system, if you will, is that um, back before my time even, uh, it was well known and all the research had gone into looking at the cellular immune uh, attack on these organs, but little attention had been directed towards the antibodies. And so our knowledge and our ability to control antibodies is not quite as sophisticated yet as the um, uh, that which we can do with the cellular immunity. Uh, having said that, um, surprisingly, the, the drugs that we do use for uh, blocking acute rejection actually are are quite effective at limiting antibody production. So uh, by, by pure luck, I suppose, if you will, uh, they're not bad. But um, uh, when in the future, we still need to develop uh, better tools. So now, you know, I've heard a lot about, uh, about those kidneys that are being developed in, uh, in pigs uh, where they've taken out the, uh, the antibodies. Any, uh, any word on that yet? Are we close? <laughs> um, I I would say not the one of the issues is um, uh, what we're trying to do is to engineer pigs if you um, that do not display these proteins that they that we tend to make antibodies against. Um, the other aspect to that is uh, there are uh, natural antibodies that we uh, humans have against pigs that uh, develop um, when we're infants. Uh, that have nothing to do with these these other types of antibodies we've been discussing. Uh, they cause clotting of these organs very quickly after you put them in, and the recirculation or the circulation is reestablished. Um, we've been trying to get over that hump for some time uh, by changing and genetically engineering the pigs to have uh, different molecules, uh, either present or absent, on the surface of blood vessels to keep that from happening. The unfortunate uh, part to that genetic uh, manipulation is that the, the pigs that we're genetically manipulating are less viable. Um, we try to, to insert human genes into the, the porcine genome, uh, and so raising herds of these these animals has been very challenging. Well, uh, I think so that's uh, you know that, that's that's uh, something for the future. But right now, we still have the uh, donors uh, that are living donors, and we have uh, non-living donors, and uh, that's where we're at. And uh, it's it's just such a pleasure to to speak to you and to have you as part of the team at Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Doctor uh, Pelletier, thank you so much. Uh, is there a phone number at your uh, at your office that you can give out if people are interested in more information? Uh, yes, there is. Um, our number uh, is 732-253-2500.
three three six nine, and uh, we're we're waiting to hear from you. We can we can certainly uh, direct you um, to whoever can help you uh, if you give us a call. All right. Thanks so much for a great a great interview. We'll see everybody after the half hour. Doctor Pelletier, thank you. I've cut way back on salt, and I ate lots of salmon and broccoli. I exercise to lower my blood pressure. <laughs> because you're so stressed. Because I try to do everything I can to be around for me and for you. When we take care of our own hearts, we're also taking care of the people closest to us. So it's comforting to know that RWJ Barnabas Health has New Jersey's most comprehensive cardiac care program with access to top specialists, minimally invasive heart surgery options, and rehabilitation and wellness programs that strengthen and protect hearts. We're also home to the state's most experienced valve replacement team, and we're one of the nation's top five heart transplant centers. So get your heart checked. It's as easy as visiting rwjbh.org slash heart for an appointment. I plan on being around for us a long, long time. Me too. Your heart doesn't beat just for you. RWJ Barnabas Health. Let's be healthy together. I'm Brian from 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Two guys? You came with just two guys? All you have to do is point. It took six men to get that in here. What? But all I... All you have to do is point, sir. What's going on in here? Hey, where's the... I I, I just pointed at it, and it, it, it... But it took six men to get that in here. Is there any chance you could also get... <laughs> it's like magic. 1-800-GOT-JUNK is the world's largest full-service junk removal company. We are happy helpers in snappy uniforms. And we drive clean, shiny trucks. Clean and shiny and happy is what we're all about. We're happy to crawl through your attic. We're happy to dig through your basement. We make junk disappear anytime, anywhere. We work until midnight, seven days a week. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.com. WABC New York. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. Following a routine physical, Pastor Billy Richards of Brooklyn was referred to a urologist who delivered a frightening diagnosis. I remember the shock that I felt when I was told that I had prostate cancer. But the pastor didn't like the options he was given, especially surgery. Traditional surgery was definitely not an option for me. Then he heard about CyberKnife at NYU Winthrop Hospital. It's as effective as surgery, but with no pain, no recovery period, and less risk of side effects than other treatments. He made his decision. I put my trust in God first and the Winthrop CyberKnife team and their fantastic track record. After five brief sessions, 
the treatment was a complete success. With CyberKnife, I experienced no pain and no side effects. Today, Pastor Richards is convinced he has a second calling. I'm a witness that CyberKnife works. NYU Winthrop is the only CyberKnife center in both Manhattan and Long Island. To learn more, call 1-866-WINTHROP or visit nyuwinthrop.org. NYU Winthrop Hospital. Your health means everything. 77 WABC. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And what is your wrinkle? I'm board-certified plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. This is the show about you, the show about your wrinkles and your large nose, if you have one, or maybe protruding ears or uh, fat in the neck. How many of you have that? A lot of people, as you get older, the fat just seems to go there and weighs down the skin. Well, this is the show that talks about things like that. So give me a call, 800-848-9222. 800-848-WABC, and I'm more than happy to answer your questions about uh, about you, about what you look like, about your issues, or maybe you've had surgery already and just don't know what's going on because uh, you can't get a hold of the doctor, or or maybe your doctor is in the Caribbean, and heaven forbid there's no way to get a hold of that doctor, and you don't speak that language. That's <laughs> the problems with uh, medical tourism, right? Well, I'm here. Give me a call, 800-848-9222, 800-848-WABC. So one of the things that I do a lot of is Botox. And, in fact, it is the most popular cosmetic surgical procedure in the United States and around the world. It's not really surgery, but it kind of is surgery, and I'll tell you why. Uh, it's an office procedure. And uh, it's one of the things that, uh, as I say, I do a lot of. Six and a half million people in the United States had Botox last year. We use the term Botox, but really there are others. There's Xeomin. That's another competing product that is, in my opinion, identical to Botox with some little nuances of differences. And then there's Dysport. That's another one. There are three on the market right now. And more to come, I understand. We talked about that in the past. But there are more of those Botox-like drugs on the way in the United States. So they're good because they work very well and they are very, very safe. And how safe are they? Well, you know, I, I have to say, I've been doing Botox now for 21 years. That's a long time in the Botox world. I started in 1997 injecting Botox. Uh, shortly after um, it was described, uh, I believe at Columbia, uh, Botox was first used for uh, twitching of the muscles around the eye, the, not the uh, not the superficial muscles that create wrinkles, but rather the actual eyelid, uh, rather eyeball muscles. And lo and behold, they found that uh, it was an accident. The wrinkles went away when they got injected, and so. Uh, Like so many drugs, the side effect became the primary uh, reason to use the drug, and Botox today is an absolute blockbuster drug for Allergan and the other companies that make it. So it's really good. I use it almost every day on forehead wrinkles, you know, those horizontal lines of the forehead. I use it on the vertical wrinkles between the eyebrows. Those are the ones that you use to, uh, to yell at your children. You know, you scorn and create those. They like to call those the 11 lines. Then we also use it on the crow's feet. Those are the three most uh, common areas. I sometimes use it on bunny lines. We have, we have great names for these things, don't we? Bunny lines are those little lines on the nose. When you scrunch up your nose, uh, you get those diagonal lines. So uh, Botox is pretty good for that. And I also use it probably with increasing frequently, frequency on the, a rumpled chin. Oh my goodness, all these terms. Rumpled chin. And it's very important to use just a little tiny bit of Botox there because it's very easy to 
get the muscles that uh, that close the mouth and that create a smile and create an asymmetric smile. So there's real art, artistry to injecting Botox. There really is. So why am I bringing it up tonight? Well, in South Carolina, uh, the dentists have decided that they should be able to do Botox. And, you know, in New Jersey, dentists are doing Botox and other states. And how is that? You know, is this dentistry? What does a dentist really learn? You know, dentistry is a big field. My father was a dentist. My uncle was a dentist. My cousin is a dentist. I've got a lot of dentists in the family, and they're wonderful at doing what they're trained to do. But, you know, you got to wonder, why are dentists injecting or wanting to inject Botox for wrinkles in the forehead and other parts of the body that have nothing to do with your teeth and gums, which are the primary focuses is that a word? Focus of uh, dentists. So why is that? You know, you can answer the question yourself. Uh, we, we know, everybody knows, why do people who are not trained in something formally, why are they interested in doing it? Why does uh, one feel, why do the optometrists want to uh, use drugs? Why do they want to do surgery? You know, everybody wants to expand what they do, and, uh, and particularly into cosmetic fields. And why? Because uh, these things are outside of insurance. What can I say? I call it like I see it. So the American Society of Plastic Surgeons has uh, tried to really put their foot down, and they said, this is just terrible. Uh, and they've written a very strongly worded uh, letter to the legislature in South Carolina to try and put a stop to it, saying that there is no justification for dentists to be doing this. Now, I know that dentists may call into the show and say, hey, wait a minute, we're trained in the anatomy of the mouth, but you're not trained in the aesthetics of the full face and the muscles, and there are cases of injecting Botox into eyeballs, believe it or not, by improperly trained people. You know, we're injecting right around there. What can I say? I, I just think, you know, I'm not here to fill teeth and uh, and whiten teeth. I'm not trying to be a gynecologist and do vaginal tightening. I think that's inappropriate for plastic surgeons. And I do think that people should just do what they're trained to do. That's uh, that's my uh, my little editorial today, uh, particularly in light of the uh, letter by uh, uh, the uh, American Society of Plastic Surgeons to the Carolina, South Carolina Board of Dentistry. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC, 800-848-9222, 800-848-WABC. I just got an email during the break, and, you know, you have to listen to me when I give out that Plexiderm number. You know, everybody wants Plexiderm now. I had a patient, I think I might have told this last week, but I'll tell it again, and she said, I, I got a better result than even you said <laughs> with Plexiderm. I love my Plexiderm. I heard you talking about it on the show, and I use it every single day, and, uh, you know, it is, I said, call the show, please. <laughs> Let people know. So the number for Plexiderm, once again, 800-925-9963, 800-925-9963, and if you mention Actually, if you just call that number, but go ahead and mention my show anyway, you'll get 50% off the normal retail price. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. So now I get a lot of patients who come in, and they've got they've got bands in the neck, they've got fat in the neck, they've got jowls. And actually, if you were to uh, look at all of my patients over the year, that probably is the single uh, largest complaint, the neck. What do I do with my neck? And a lot of people are very confused because, you know, is it liposuction? Is it a facelift? What's the difference between a facelift and a neck lift? 
What about that new procedure, Althera? And how about those other procedures that I've heard about? Did they work? So let's get into this uh, for the rest of the show today. We've got about 20 minutes left, 18 minutes. Uh, and uh, let's talk about all these different things. A lot of it depends on your age. So if you're 30 years old and you've got kind of a, a chubby neck, it's uh, usually an easy decision what to do. It's usually liposuction. Make a little tiny incision. This is one of the biggest bang-for-your-buck procedures in all of cosmetic surgery, by the way. And what is a bang-for-your-buck procedure? That's a procedure that is relatively lower cost with a relatively higher benefit. That's what I call a bang-for-your-buck procedure, like a mole removal. That is a big bang-for-your-buck procedure because... Moles are uh, detracting from your appearance. They're very simple to take off, and uh, the cost is relatively low. The benefit is relatively high. Well, liposuction of the neck and jowls, that's another one of those procedures. But, you know, if you have liposuction, you have to be examined very carefully because a lot of people don't realize, and a lot of doctors don't realize, that the fat might not just be underneath the skin it could actually be underneath the muscle. So it's very important that your doctor feel your neck and examine and make a determination. Is the fat under the muscle of the neck? And what muscle is that? That's the muscle that Katherine Hepburn liked to uh, to flex and show those bands. And other celebrities, if you look on TV, I guess uh, you know many of my listeners don't remember what Katherine Hepburn used to look like. So we'll have to find a really good actress now with those bands, and uh, we'll start mentioning... Uh, Murphy Brown? I don't think. She's had uh, pretty good work, I think. But, uh, but certainly, certainly your doctor, your plastic surgeon needs to really understand what's going on. Because if you are 30 years old and you've got some fat in the neck, but you also have fat underneath the muscle, and that doctor doesn't quite appreciate it, then you could have liposuction. And three months after the procedure, you look in the mirror and you say, well, you know, I didn't take, you didn't take all the fat. And the doctor will say, well, I took everything that was there, but the doctor did not look underneath the muscle. Well, that becomes a different procedure when the muscle needs to be looked under. So what we need to do, we can't just do these little tiny quarter-inch incisions if that's the case. We need to make about a one-inch incision and lift up the skin and look and actually separate those two muscles of the neck and retrieve some of that fat. And that's what we do, and that's what a board-certified plastic surgeon knows how to do and will do as long as he's attuned or she is attuned to uh, the issues here. So we take a, what I call a judicious amount of fat. It's very easy to take too much fat and give you a hollow in your neck. And that really is where the artistry of plastic surgery comes in. And there is so much. You can teach a resident how to do a technical procedure, but it's very difficult to teach the artistry how much fat to take. And then last week in the uh, operating room, I had a resident. I was trying to show him just how much fat to take. And to him, it looked like, well, maybe I should be taking more fat. And as it turns out, I took just the right amount of fat because I've doing, been doing this long enough. We're going to talk about this a little more when we return from the break. 800-848-9222. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. We'll be right back. Ladies, are you seeing an older person in the mirror? You love your mother, but you might not want to look like her. She was older and you're not. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've spent three decades perfecting techniques to help you look younger. If you have sagging eyelids, wrinkles, jowls, bands in the neck, or splotchy skin, I can help. 
Some people just need a change in their skincare, but for others, Botox, wrinkle fillers, Althera, or the new InstaLift might be just what you need. And for the most dramatic rejuvenation, I perform short scarf facelifts. Let's spend an hour together in my Fifth Avenue or Somerset, New Jersey offices. I'll examine you and we'll alter your photographs to show you what you could look like after surgery. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. On the web, it's periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on WABC. Copays, codes, coupons. Searching for savings on prescriptions is so complex, it's like you need a doctorate degree. Fortunately, CVS Pharmacy employs thousands who have one, our pharmacists. Plus, we built a proprietary search tool to help them find you savings on prescriptions. You don't need to know all of that complicated stuff. You just need to know someone who does. Your friendly doctor of pharmacy at your local CVS. Savings vary. Not all patients eligible for savings. Ask pharmacist for details. 77 WABC. Listen carefully if you're interested in beautiful skin. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Good skin care really can improve your appearance. I know you've used many products over the years and haven't seen a difference. So you say, why should I try your products, Dr. Perry? Here's why. I combine scientifically proven ingredients into just a few products, and that keeps skincare very simple. A study showed my products reduced the appearance of wrinkles over 20% by 12 weeks. Protect your skin in the morning with daytime, nourish your skin in the evening with nighttime, and wash your face and even remove most makeup with my non-toxic clean time soap. WABC listeners, for one month only, I'm offering my basic skincare kit at half price. You'll get all three products for $55 plus shipping. Go to drperrys.com, that's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com, or give us a call at 844-DR-PERRY. Use the WABC50 code for the discount. To learn more, listen every Saturday evening, 6 p.m., right here on WABC. 77 WABC. What's your wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry? What's your wrinkle? And what is your wrinkle? I'm Dr. Arthur Perry, board-certified plastic surgeon, host of this show for a long time now, 13-something years, and going strong because I have so much fun doing this show, answering your questions. A lot of my patients listen to the show, and I always say, well, call in, you know, call in. But uh, some people are afraid. They think they're going to be identified by their friends. Go ahead, d- disguise your voice. It's okay. No one will know. You can even give a fake name. I know, <laughs> you know, Mickey Mouse is calling. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry, 800-848-9222. So we were talking about the neck, one of my favorite topics. So if you're 30 or so, it might be very simple to just do some liposuction. If you've got fat underneath the muscle, your doctor really needs to know what he or she is doing because then it becomes a different operation. It becomes a retrieval of the fat under the muscle, and then the muscle needs to be repaired. If you leave the muscle, it looks terrible. So we generally sew the little bands together, and that gives you a long-lasting result in most cases. And, in fact, in some cases, forever, uh, it could last forever. But sometimes those muscles do drift apart again after 5, 10, or 15 years. So now what happens What happens if you've got loose skin as well as fat, as so many of you who are approaching 50 years old have? Well, then it becomes a different issue. And that's when we start talking about facelifts or neck lifts. But, you know, I don't like the word neck lifts, and I don't actually even like the word facelifts, but that's what we have. A lot of people think a facelift, They a lot of people come in and they say, 
well, I just want a mini lift or uh, or one doctor talked about a minor lift and I always say well there's no such thing as a minor lift really it's just a minor surgeon uh, you want <laughs> you know you really need to define what you're doing so some people think that a facelift encompasses the brows and the eyelids and the cheeks and the neck not necessarily so a classic facelift in the year 2018 encompasses the cheeks and the neck and the way we do that is by making I do a short scar facelift so I make an incision in front of the ear go go right inside the ear just for a short distance and around the back uh, we call these ponytail friendly facelifts because you can put your hair up and not see the scar I no longer make incisions in the hairline so we do that we lift up the skin of the cheek we lift up the jowl in a separate layer then we go into the neck with an incision and it's this incision just underneath the chin. And people say, well, how do you get those bands? How do you get the fat way down in the neck through that little tiny incision? And that, my friends, is why it takes six years to become a plastic surgeon. I suppose if I took a two-hour course, I wouldn't know how to do that. <laughs> and uh, But you want a board-certified plastic surgeon to do these procedures uh, because they are very highly technical. And, uh, and I hope I make it look easy in the operating room, but uh, there's a lot that goes into doing a facelift like that. So we make an incision uh, in the chin, underneath the chin, and I suction the fat in most cases, and I look at those muscles and bring the muscles together. And then we go back to the cheeks and lift the cheeks and sew everything back, and that is a facelift. But not everybody wants that. Not everybody needs that. And some people just have kind of loose skin and the bands in the neck and say, you know, my cheeks are okay. I really don't have noticeable jowls. Can't you just lift the neck? And the answer is yes with an asterisk because sometimes we can do it and sometimes we can't. And that is a, a more difficult decision. If you're 45, usually, yes, it's possible. If you're 55, it might be possible. If you're 65, usually it is not possible because if you're, if you're 65, your skin is going to have relaxed to the point where if I do that, then you know it'll look a little better. But please don't tell anyone who did it, because if I did it, because it's not going to look perfect if you don't then lift the cheeks. Because you can do this uh, as long as you're not driving. Do this in front of the mirror. You can take your fingers and put it right in the middle of your cheek and sweep the skin up and back. And you see what happens. Well, your jowls are better. But if you're doing it aggressively enough, you'll also see that you're lifting the neck skin. And that's what we do in a facelift. Of course, we lift up the skin and everything moves up. Uh, but if we don't use that cheek incision, then we can't tighten the uh, the neck skin and we're relying on just it redraping. And and sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. And again, once uh, it's very important that you see a, a board-certified plastic surgeon, someone that knows what they're doing and has done a lot of these procedures, particularly if you're looking at one of those hybrid procedures. I've had patients say, you know what, I don't want any of these things. I don't want, uh, I, but I have all that extra skin in my neck. I don't want a facelift. And there are some procedures that can be done every now and then. We'll actually make an incision in the neck, and it's called direct excision of the skin. I do that probably literally about every 10 years. We find just the right person who wants that kind of a procedure. But that leaves a visible scar, and I don't like to do that. Usually with a facelift scar, it's pretty hard to see after about three months. That's my goal. My goal, and I can't promise that to anybody. I wish I could. Can't promise that you're not going to see the scars. But the goal is at three months, 
with a little bit of makeup or maybe even without makeup, it's hard to see the scars for a facelift. So we have uh, the facelift, we have the neck lift, which is called a platysmoplasty. Why do I not say that here? Because it's a hard word to say, <laughs> and no one knows what a platysmoplasty is. So sometimes I call it a band lift or a neck lift, but that does get confused with a facelift. But then I have patients that come in and say, you know what, that all sounds great, but I don't want to go into the operating room at all. Isn't there anything else you can do? And once again, it depends on your age and your weight because we do have some tools like Althera. And what is Althera? It's high-energy focused ultrasound. It's eight years old now, so it's no longer a new procedure. I've been doing it since uh, October of 2010, and I've done thousands of Althera procedures. And, and I know that it's a very good procedure in some people and a pretty good procedure in other people and not so good a procedure in some other people. And Here's what you have to do. You have to really find out which of those categories you are. Are you someone that's going to get probably a really good result or just an average result or maybe not a great result at all? And you make a decision. Now, I have patients that come in and say, you know what? We're going to try it because there's no way I'm ever going to have a surgical procedure. And with that understood, we'll do Althera. And who are the better patients for Althera procedures? And what is it, by the way? High-energy focus ultrasound. It's an office procedure. It's the only thing that I've had. I've had it three times. I'm overdue for another procedure. When the residents from uh, Columbia and Cornell come to my office, I, uh, I usually teach them on me. <laughs> I'm the patient. That's how I get my procedures. I let the residents uh, do the Althera on me, and uh, I find it pretty uncomfortable, but most of my patients do not. Uh, what can I say? So, uh, so Althera is high-energy focused ultrasound. It's a method of applying heat underneath the skin. And why would we do that? We do that because heat causes a little bit of a, a an injury. And you know, you say once again, why do you want to injure me? We injure you to stimulate a normal biologic process. Something that's been around since humans have been around, and and way before humans, because most mammals, at least heal in a very similar way. They shrink the skin if there's been an injury, particularly a burn, and they generate new collagen. So we do this in a very predictable way with all sorts of machines, lasers, Althera, radio frequency, which is electric current. I like Althera. I like lasers also, but they have different uses. So Althera, there's no wound. There's nothing that you see on the surface of the skin. A little bit of redness for an hour or two, usually maybe a welt here and there that lasts a day or two. Uh, but that's about it. It is pretty much the uh, the simplest procedure you can undergo. And it takes about an hour to do the cheeks and the neck. And I go over the area and I, uh, I pretty much do a radio show while I'm talking to you. <laughs> you know, you're sitting there and I'm trying to distract you. But uh, that's what we go through for about an hour. We'll do. I do the procedures myself. I don't delegate it to a nurse. I don't delegate it to a physician's assistant. I believe in doing these procedures myself. And the reason is because I try and get a surgical type of result with a machine because I can actually see through the skin with Althera. There's ultrasound that lets me actually see your fat and underlying structures and I aim the machine very specifically at structures that I want to affect. So if I'm trying to destroy a little bit of fat, I'll really pound that area with ultrasound. And if I'm trying to lift tissue, 
I will uh, I'll do many more pulses often than uh, than you know the published standards and that's not a bad thing by the way because the published standards are so that we can delegate these procedures to other people which I don't believe in doing a board certified plastic surgeon knows just how many pulses we can use to get to get an effect so Althera is kind of like ironing those of you who have ironed I know it's a lost art now they don't teach it in school I never learned how to iron, but I have ironed. And it's a, it's a method of taking a heated object and, and going over an area until you get a change in the structure of the area. That's what ironing and ironing cotton does. Well, we're using ultrasound to actually iron out the wrinkles of the skin. And there are some similarities to it. So uh, we apply that heat, and sometimes we see the effect right away. Not usually, but sometimes. So I can raise eyebrows, I can raise the, br- the jowls, and, but most interestingly, I can iron out some of that crepiness of the skin, and it's unique in that respect because not too many other things can do that. Sure, we can do lasers, yes, we can do peels, but those all have downtime. Althera has zero downtime. One time I had uh, Althera, I went on the Dr. Oz show, I think it was maybe a about 20 hours later so it was very interesting and you couldn't tell that anything was done now we want something to be to show but it takes about three months to see the full effect of Althera so if you're looking to look better for a wedding in two weeks then uh, we're not going to be able to help you with Althera what can happen in two weeks Botox filler that's about it but that's another show and that music means we're coming to the end of this show I'm Dr. Arthur Perry This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. During the week, you can get a hold of me or my nurse by calling 212-753-1820 in Manhattan. And in New Jersey, it's 732-422-9600. Check me out on the web, periplasticsurgery.com or drperrys.com. Thanks so much for great engineering. We'll see you all next week.